This is Adam Gorney with the Respect My Decision podcast here with a very special guest today. I'm in New Orleans with Nelson Stewart, uh, who is known as football coach, but also Arch Manning's coach. And uh, it's been a crazy time, like we've talked about. And what's it been like for you with him and, and having such a good kid to, to go through it with, you know? Yeah, well, it, it, it has been crazy. Uh, and it's, I feel like it, it, it's year seven. Uh, this started so many years ago. Uh, uh, really unique. We're sitting, like I said, in, this, uh, in my office. There's been an awful lot of coaches come through to put it lightly, uh, you know, put a number on it. But um, I, I think he's worth it. Uh, I think he's a kid that um, really is focused on the right things. Um, you know, when you're off social media and you're really not caught up in making sure that, you know, you take every offer, look at everything, you look at the right things, it does make it easier. Uh, I do feel like that, uh, you know, he's uh, oftentimes have been called whether, you know, his protector around him, but in the end, uh, he's worth it. He's a wonderful kid. Um, it, 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 it's, it's, uh, we're in the fourth quarter of it, yeah. but as I look back and we're just reminisce about so many stories about all these coaches, it's, it's certainly pretty unbelievable. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, it's really hard just to sum up, but just to say, unlike anything I've ever seen, but I'm just incredibly thankful he's the kind of kid that he is so that we've been able to keep some perspective and in, in the madness of uh, probably the biggest recruit in I don't know how long, in yeah, the middle of a global ever. pandemic. Yeah, yeah, right. so, yeah it's crazy. Right. Yeah. On the flight out here, I was watching draft day. Like, I couldn't get away from it. I had nothing to do. And uh, there's a part in that movie where Kevin Costner says, you know, the thing about Elway, the criticism that he threw the ball too hard or Peyton didn't have the deep ball or whatever, fair or not. Arch is a player. Where is he great? Where does he need to work? Um, you know, where is he great? I think probably to start um, making those off-timing throws, extended plays in the pocket. Um, you know, his ability um, to not have to be in the perfect position uh, to put it downfield, you know, and I, I, no comparisons, but when you, you know, he gets flushed, there's, you know, flushed outside of the pocket to his left and he doesn't need to stop. He just has the ability to put it 20, 25 yards, you know, on a line to the wide receiver, things you can't teach. Um, I think that, um, you know, that the velocity that he throws uh, with is certainly uh, second to none. And the other thing is his athleticism. Um, he, he's very, very explosive. He's very fast. Um, but in no way is he a finished product. I think that, um, you know, at Newman, I think it's important that we always say, you know, while he is a five-star and all those things, um, we don't have a lot of those kids. So, um, you know, that 14-yard dig in, you know, college is a 10-yard dig at Newman. And, you know, some of the patterns and whatnot, you know, he probably hasn't had the receivers with that speed. That may take a minute. Um, I think that uh, mechanics are always something that you can work on, you know, whether it's loading your shoulder or getting your feet correct. Um, you know, I think that's that's a never-ending quest. Uh, so I think he, he's got to, like all quarterbacks, continue to work there. And then the next phase is going to be when you see the advanced coverages of college, you know, in high school football, you know, you get your tree of five or six college that goes to 20. So I think what we've tried to do here is to, you know, grow our offense with him, whereas traditionally um, going back, you know, we were, you know, your gun open air raid-ish type thing. You know, we've changed a lot. We're using more tight ends, understanding play action, um, changing tempos, allowing him to set protections, looking uh, at full field reads rather than just half. So, you know, we're trying to do our end to do it. Um, he loves that. He loves to be a student. So um, I love where he is right now.
but I have no doubt, and I hope that every year you see him, he's going to be a much better quarterback. So, um, the, the, and the other thing, too, and I know we said it, too, is he's not one thing. You know, this guy would be a great spread guy or a veer guy. He can be an everything guy. I mean, he's a 6'5", 220-pound kid that can run. Um, he can run your traditional zone read concepts, but he can just as easy get under center and use your, you know, powers and things like that. So um, he's fun to coach, and luckily I get another year with him. When I saw Bryce Young in high school and his dad was all over me about making him a five-star and I was worried about it because he was 5'10 on a good day, um, he had the same thing. He, had, he was able to kind of just pick apart people and kind of he was like a second ahead of where everything was going and this seems like a similar situation where he understands what's going on on the field kind of even before it happens is that fair to say as he's as he gets even more developed at the position yeah no I think so I mean you know this will you go back and even though it's you know middle school I mean this is going to be his seventh year as a starting quarterback and so I think he's seen so much football um, you know, he we, we've really advanced it so much as he's gotten older. I think it's fair to say that, you know, he, he's good on the board. I think that he understands fronts. He understands coverages. Um, I think that it's even going to accelerate more because the one thing I think COVID did was it really hurt our seven-on-seven and summer work. So I felt like we we're always playing catch-up. But, um, no, I, I, I think he does. And, you know, whether it's looking at safeties, corners, you know, and, um, you know, I, I absolutely do. I think he understands, you know, who the read guy is. I think pre-snap he likes, um, I think he likes the preparation. He likes to see the openers, um, you know, really learning about defenses. So, um, yeah, no, I, uh, and he's a great note taker. I had one coach uh, and uh, a nameless university that he actually left the notes and they called him and go, oh my God, I've never seen it again. So uh, he likes football. So, yeah. uh, no, he does. He has a good football IQ. Um, I think that, um, and he's still a good teammate, but no, yeah, I think so. And, you know, it, in, in our offense, I'd like to think that it's not just, hey, it's a hitch. You know, there's a yes, no, an RPO, uh, you know, third, fourth progression. And as long as we keep growing with that, hopefully that'll keep stimulating his mind and growing. And, and that's my job to do it. I think we have great offensive staff and, you know, hopefully the, the best is yet to come this season. On this next question, there are two schools of thoughts. There are quarterbacks in the country and players that you see at every event that travel the country, that publicize themselves, that are constantly on social media, that are worried about everything. There are guys that play seven on seven with 50 different teams at the same tournament, go to every camp. Then the other side of that, that the, the criticism side is that he's never been to the biggest camps. He's never thrown against the best quarterbacks. What do you say to that? And does, it, do they, does he even care? One, I, I you, you know, know what I mean? Yeah, what yeah. I say to that is this, is I think that, you know, he's so, I believe, focused on Newman football. Yeah. Um, you know, he really, truly loves throwing with his wide receivers. You know, he, he'll go out one day a week, um, you know, on his own. He gets his four or five, and, you know, he's throwing it. Um, you know, the proof's in the tape. I think, sure. you know, he's had a lot of eyes on him, and, you know, everybody's seen what he can do. Um, and while I think that those camps can be beneficial, um, you know, I think that, you know, he is very fortunate he's had so many offers and uh, all those things where I don't think there's a, uh, you need to go uh, always do that stuff. I think that if there's pure competition and something you can go, hey, he likes that. But um, inevitably, um, you know, there's there's two sides to it. If you go and you do it, then it means that you're a competitor. If you don't, it, Arch is as competitive as a kid uh, as I've ever had. I'd say, it's a really neat story. Last year uh, when I was in the weight room, um, you know, he showed up, 
he made it two days just running strength training. Then he joined the track team the next day. And he's running the four by one and high jumping. And that's a pretty vulnerable yeah. thing. And this year on the basketball team, uh, you know, while he, he, he had a great season, he was a key reserve and he didn't need that adoration. I think that um, he loves to compete. Um, he can make all the throws. And I, I think you can get a little too caught up in that. I think that you see that now where if kids get so caught up in the camps and whatnot, you know, that's not to me always where the quarterbacking is. Uh, you know, you got to learn, I think, to handle a rush, live reps. And um, I uh, I love seven on seven as much as everybody, but it's not football. It right. really isn't. You know, I Believe think me, that, I see enough. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. And I think that, um, you know, I understand the love of that. Um, but our version of seven on seven is a Wednesday night league where you can run RPO yeah. and you're not keeping score. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that, um, well, I understand it, um, but also when you go, what is, is there stuff to gain? Is there stuff to not? Um, he, if there's anything and one thing I'll say about Arches, he doesn't want to be treated any different than anyone else. He doesn't think he's any more special than anyone else. He drives a pickup to school. He, uh, you know, works his butt off in the weight room. Like yesterday he was squat massing uh, with everybody else. He had 315 on, he did seven times. I was like, All right, you're good, you know, but, um, I just think that that's just not important to him. You know, he's, uh, like we say, he's never uh, blessed and humbled to announce anything. I think he takes a lot of uh, pride in things, and um, he's not individualistic. I think he's all about uh, just trying to be a good teammate, and um, I tell you, I'll take that. Uh, yeah. So I've, I've had both sides. So um, I just think it's who he is. Uh, he certainly, um, as he goes to the next phase of things, I think there'll be those competitive, you know, areas, and uh, it's just – and I also think it's a unique recruitment. Certainly yeah. we haven't seen one like this. And uh, his family's obviously handled it with care. I've handled it with care. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I, I, I understand. Um, but I think just in his situation, I just don't think that's a necessity, um, you know, for him to uh, show or do anything. I, you know, I, while, you know, I think it's phenomenal. He's a supposed number one player in the country. We've never even discussed it. Yeah. You know, we've never even said it. Yeah. So I think that's kind of special too. I will say it when he threw a Clemson that a former five-star quarterback's dad said, and and there were other elite guys there. They said, yeah, he's he was just different looking. Yeah. And at Texas, people were hiding in the stands to get in yeah, the yeah, video. Yeah. So there's definitely that attention. We we've talked about timeline, and first it was get it out of the way. Then it was let's take some visits in the fall. Now it's maybe we're getting closer than we think. With let's talk about the teams there's he's going to texas this weekend he just got back from georgia he'll go to alabama florida's an option Ole miss lsu there's a whole lot of teams and i don't want to break down each one yeah but where are we do you think and not being sick of it but at some point you have to choose something you know yeah Yeah, i think that one piece of advice archie has always said and i've advised when you know you'll know and um you know it's all about when he gets to that moment. And it really is on him. I think that he's had a unique opportunity to see so many of these universities. I think he's done that. Now I think you're in, in the final stage where, hey, uh, you know, he wants to be a recruit. You know, there's no uh, welcoming band when he gets off these places. You know, he wants to go sit in meetings, uh, go to practices, um, you know, really see what it's like to be a player, look at installs. And that's real. I mean, so many of these players want to. And, and assuming, you know, you, 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 you have all these followers on social media and you want to announce you're going somewhere and walk through. I think he, you know, how, what's the quarterback room like? Yeah. What is the flaw of practice? Where, um, what's it like in the locker room? That's really what's important. He's, you know, with Will Randall, 
you know, headed to Texas. I think that's going to be a great experience for him. Um, you know, as you go through, I think he, he loved Georgia. I know he did. He loved Athens. Yeah. But, you know, the efficiency of Kirby Smart's practice was, you know, like evident. There was never any standing around. They ran at the end. Uh, Coach Munkin in the quarterback room, just, you know, how much he put on the quarterbacks and um, just how efficient everything, like I said, was run. Um, and, and, again, adding in, uh, he liked, you know, visiting with the players. You know, obviously he was able to stay with some of those guys. And he spent a two days with his dad, which yeah. is pretty neat. And then, you know, you go through in Texas. Um, we, we know him well, like I said. I think that uh, my opening Zoom with uh, Sark and Arch was, seems like forever ago, but uh, they worked hard to formulate that relationship. Um, I think they've worked tirelessly for it to unfold. I always say the same words with the authenticity and whatnot. I think that while Coach Smart's had that, I think Sark, A.J. Milwee, Terry Joseph have all done a really nice job of establishing that connection. Uh, they've been consistent with it. Um, so I think that, uh, you know, he's going to be able to go up, see the new facilities. Uh, you know, I know they really are excited about their offensive line and obviously what they do in terms of, um, you, know, you know, throwing the football obviously at Quinn Ewers now and whatnot. Uh, and then uh, next week he's going to Alabama. Petey Golding's done a great job recruiting him there, and um, it'll be his first time, I think, going in. And while he's seen the meetings, now you can really get in the weeds of, and look, Alabama's Alabama. Yeah. You know, it's going to be, I'm sure he's going to love that. And uh, I think he's also hopeful with, you know, Brian Kelly at LSU. It's a whole new, as I, you know, Coach Sloan and I say, it's a whole new set of eyes. It's trying to find a real day, you know, or two to go really take a look, not just glance at practice. So right. I know that's uh, on his radar. Uh, you know, they're really excited about what they have going on. And um, and then you go through, and uh, obviously at Florida with Coach Napier, I know that, uh, you know, he is a, a, a unbelievable quarterback coach. We're unique, he's still going to call it, still run the quarterback room. And uh, I think Archers love talking to him. So they've they've reached out, and they're hopeful that, you know, he can go again fresh set eyes. It, and while it's later, you still want to be thorough. And then there's Ole Miss. And, um, you know, Charlie Weiss Jr., I've actually really enjoyed as he's come through. And, you know, we watch some film and cut it up. And, uh, you know, they obviously have been there forever. But, you know, with Coach Kiffin, um, he's been incredibly successful. I think he's gotten to know uh, the family well. And I think it's important that he gets up there and takes a look. And uh, you catch your breath and you say, where are we? And, you know, hey, uh, it, it could stretch or he could come back and say, that's the sweet spot. I don't know. But, uh, you know, I, I just hope that it unfolds authentically. I know this, that there's no pressure from his family. Um, I certainly am not putting any pressure on him. Um, you hope that, you know, I, you know, hey, he's almost a senior in high school, and um, he'll tell you he wants to be a student, too. Yeah. He's got to love the town. So um, I think that's where we are. I think that, you know, this to me is now we're really in the thick of it, and he can focus on the things that um, are most important to him, which, believe it, is practice yeah. and, and sitting in that room and just talking and getting to know people. So, um, you know, we'll see. Uh, I uh I, 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 I know sometimes it feels like a circus, but um, I'll hang in there as long as yeah. I need to. So hopefully I can figure out the right spot. Looks like you're falling apart. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Other than, you know, Tom Brady's nephew, I guess, this is the biggest story of any quarterback family in sports. And it's sad because Arch might finish fourth best among yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is some, some family line. That's just amazing. I don't know if there's anything been ever like this no know? yeah and i think that you know one thing that, that that i've tried to do and we've tried to do is focus on the first name not the last yeah. that's, i know it's impossible um but i truly that's why i don't compare him to anyone and archie said it and i always start with him where he's a little of all of them you know there there will never be another peyton manning there will never be someone um 
as driven, um, detail oriented, and playing with him. They're, they're just there's no one like him. Is is you know the way he studied, the way he went after it. I thought that you know, and Eli. I don't think they'll ever be a quarterback. You know what he did against the Patriots with somebody hanging on his legs, yeah. throwing off doing that, and there'll never be anyone as funny as Cooper Manning, obviously as well. And, <laughs> and I think you know, you know, and then look, I think everybody's now appreciating Archie's unbelievable journey. New yeah. Orleans back without a line and still yeah. being unbelievable. So. You know, I think that um, his journey is his own. Um, there, there. I don't think that um, if you start comparing, there's never enough Super Bowls, never enough yards. There's, not, you know, that, there's never enough to do it. So um, that's why uh, you know I don't compare him. It, it's uh, the pressure. Uh, you know, while pressure is a privilege, I always say you can also overdo yeah. it. So I just think that for him, that's why he needs to go to the right spot in the night environment that understands that. Let's arch be arch because when you let him do it, it's a pretty special thing. I just want Eli and Peyton to call one of his games on ESPN and, and be fair. They'd be critical. <laughs> trust me, I know. I can tell you, and as someone when I'm, if I call the wrong play, Peyton's not afraid to let me know. So I think I think I think they'd be critical. Nelson, thanks for joining us. This is Adam Gorney for Rivals.com.